0: Climbing a mountain isn't considered a success unless you get back down, because if you're dead on the mountain, it's definitely not a success. Welcome to Mastering Your Exit Strategy. I'm your host, Christine Trumbull, a certified exit planning advisor, CPA, and certified tax strategist. I've spent the last 30 years working with owners to grow and scale their businesses, and then went on to help my own husband grow his. After his passing, I moved to the next chapter, ensuring seamless transitions for family-owned and closely held businesses. Each week, we are talking to experts about growth and transition, so you can not only simplify exiting your business, but also get as much wealth out of your business as possible. Thanks for joining me, and let's get started. Christine Trumbull, and this is Mastering Your Exit Strategy, and uh, I'm going to do over the next five videos, I think, this one plus four more or uh, podcast episodes, I'm going to talk about something that we call intangible assets, and I'll get to what that is in a minute, but I want to make sure that you understand when you are... You know, when I talk to people about exit strategies and exit planning, it really, as soon as I say the word exit, quite frankly, it sets up a specific connotation about the age of the owner, the maturity of the company. People get a very particular uh, idea in their head. And I, when I work with clients, it's not just about exiting the company. It's about positioning the company so that the owner can make decisions based on their objectives. And quite often what happens is that we position the company with the idea of creating value so that the owner can exit or transition or do whatever they want with that company when they're ready to do that and make those decisions. And again, based on their goals and objectives. And quite often what happens is an owner, you know, we we go through this work and we position the company and the owner realizes, wait a minute, you know, my work week just went down to, you know, 15, 10, maybe five hours a week. I don't have the stress and anxiety that I used to have. We're, you know, throwing profits and cash flow, you know, very well, like maybe we haven't done before. But the the tension and the responsibilities are not all on the owner the way they used to be. So, You know, very often they just decide, well, you know what? I don't need to sell this right now. I'm okay with the way we're going because I don't have to, you know, work 24-7 and be insane and crazy. I can go off and do this other thing that I wanted to do, um, join a board, create another company, go play golf all day, sip my ties on the beach. I don't care what it is. But now, you know, I now have time to go do that and I can still pull the profits from this company. So why would I want to sell that? you know, so so that is that happens a lot. And if I can help, you know, an owner create a business, what I call an exit lifestyle business, that affords them a choice. and that's what we always try to get to. it you know when you talk about generating wealth, when you talk about building a business, when you talk about, you know, transitioning out of your business. This is all about giving you choices. If you don't have revenue, you don't have choices. If you don't have cash flow, you don't have choices. If you don't have a business that has value, you don't have choices. You, you are stuck with what you are offered and that is where you have to be. So when we grow businesses, when we create value, we are creating choices. And I'm, going to be on a soapbox about that, I think, or 2023. So hold on. (laughs) Because if, again, if you don't have cash, if you don't have wealth, if you don't have uh, a a company of value, you don't have choices. You don't have the choice to position, to, to, to put a price tag on your company of what you will sell it for. And that's all you're going to sell it for. You don't have the choice to, you know, you know uh, put your kids in the best schools that they want or buy the house that you want or take the dream vacations that you want. Sometimes you don't have the choice to have the very best health insurance and health care for your family. So that's where I want you to be. So how do you do that? Okay, well, it comes down to planning and then executing. And I, uh, as a lot of, you know, if you follow me, you know that I just got back from Nepal in uh, about two weeks before Thanksgiving of 2022. Got to remember what year I'm in. And, you know, I, it was a fantastic trip. I trekked to Everest Base Camp and we had our Sherpas, which are the guides. And while we didn't have a map per se, we had a very well trekked out route. We knew where we were going. So a lot of people come to to Nepal every year to climb Everest. And sadly, there are still hundreds of bodies left on that mountain. And sadly, uh, a lot of those bodies are used as markers so that the climbers coming behind them know how far they are from summit. Now, some of those people, not all of them, because some of them are, are, you know, are professional and expert guides and climbers. But some of those people are up on that mountain because they chose to do that trek without a guide and without a map or an idea. And they had no true understanding of the pitfalls that were going to that they were going to face on that journey. And they had no solutions for when those challenges and pitfalls hit them. They were on their own doing it by themselves. No guide, no no map, no no route. Well, they probably knew the route. But they didn't have a map with a plan of what they were going to do when. The cold set in, when the oxygen ran out, when they got lost, or when the weather changed on them. They didn't have a plan. They didn't have those solutions. Okay. So now you're in business. Why am I talking about this? Because this, it's the exact same thing in business. You need guides. People, you know, when I plan a trip, when I plan a mountain to climb, even, you know, even on the East Coast mountains, okay, if it's technically more difficult than my experience, I've got a guide, someone who's been there and done that. They have the solutions for those challenges when I have to face them. I also know exactly what my route is. I always have a map. And I also know what my... Uh, fitness level is and what the fitness level of that climb is going to require so that I can put steps in place and execute, you know, my training so that I can accommodate that fitness level. Okay, great. Again, how does this come back? Well, again, to business, you need a guide, someone who's been there and done that and understands those pitfalls and has solutions for the challenges when you get there. Then you need, you know, you have to have that map you you need to understand where you're going how you're going to get there and what are the steps that you have to put in place in order to get to that summit because guess what it's not just about summiting climbing a mountain isn't considered a success unless you get back down because if you're dead on the mountain it's definitely not a success okay so some of the challenges well i'm sorry not some but the challenges and the four areas that we really focus on on creating value and again value equals choices it's about growing and scaling your business and when it's positioned for value yes you can sell it but you don't have to you've just created a business that's again the exit lifestyle business that can be sold if you want to sell it but doesn't have to be sold if you don't want to Sorry, forgot to turn the phone off. Okay, so those challenges and those areas that we look at are called intangible assets. What is an intangible asset? Well, you know, if you're a business owner, you should be looking at your balance sheet. Your balance sheet has, at the very top of the balance sheet, has tangible assets, tangible. You can touch it. You can feel it. I can touch this mic. It is an asset. It's tangible I can put my fingers on it, furniture, equipment, buildings, those things that you can touch. Okay, and they they have they're depreciated over a period of time. And now you're getting into conversations with your accountant that you don't want to know. Okay, intangible. You may if you've purchased another business, especially a service based business, you know, professional services, accountants, doctors, lawyers, those types of things. It's called goodwill. And there are a couple of other different types of intangible assets that typically sit up on a balance sheet, you know, trademarks, copyrights, things that you can't touch. Goodwill is often client lists that has a value, a dollar value associated to it. But that's not something that you can touch. Can't touch it. You can't feel it. It's intangible. Okay. There are four intangible assets that never make it to the balance sheet. They don't actually have a a financial accounting dollar amount associated to them, but they have a huge effect on the value of your business if you want to sell it or transfer it. And they have a huge um, impact on that lifestyle business that you're trying to create, okay. What are they? and i'm gonna I'm gonna go through them quickly here. And then the next four videos are uh, episodes. I'm going to unpack them, and we're gonna go dive deep into them. okay? They're the human capital. That is the right people in the right seats, doing the right things and getting the wrong people out of the business. That is the customer. Intangible customer asset, and it's about truly understanding your customer, making sure that they, you you know, they're raving fans, happy people, referring, talking good things about you, not talking bad things about you, and it's about and, and also about making sure that your business isn't tied up in a small number of, you know, uncontracted people. It's, you know, you don't want to be dependent on just a small number of customers. The next one is structural. And that's about, you know, everything. It's about processes and procedures. And I hate saying that because as soon as I say processes and procedures, I get that glazed over look and people check out. But you know, it's that it's the structural infrastructure, it's the systems, it's the efficiencies, it's the productivity, it's how it's the well-oiled machine running day in and day out without you, the owner, having to be there to answer questions and put out fires and, you know, do all of the things that you have to do in the whirlwind of your day. And the last is social and that's basically it's arguably the most important asset in your company and it's your social structure it's your uh, it, it, it's the culture the brand the way the team works the rhythm of the day and if you have a very small team and it's a very stressful environment you know some places run very well on stressful environments others don't but if you have a really good, stressful, you know, competitive, you know, go, 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 we're gonna make this happen, and you know, everybody's happy in that environment, then you probably don't want to bring in somebody who's really laid back and low key and nine to five and you know, happy go lucky and yeah, you know, and all this. That's gonna be a clash of your social culture. Okay, so understanding the social culture and really cultivating and nurturing that is, it, it, it's such a huge part of the value of your business and whether or not your business is going to run successfully without with or without you. Okay. So as we go through the next couple of weeks, I'm going to unpack each one of these. And um, I'm going to give you some examples and I'm going to give you, you know, some some tips and ideas. And we're going to really dive into how these are going to affect your business, not just the saleability of your business. But also, you know, is this? If you can nail these four, it's going to go a long way to ensuring continued growth, continued scalability, and certainly creating a business that you can start really stepping away from a little bit and not having to work that twenty four seven. Wouldn't that be lovely? All right. So this is Christine Trumbull and mastering your exit strategy. If you want to connect even closer with me, please go check me out at Christine Trumbull. 360.com that's where you can find all of my social media i'm still building it out so things are coming up there videos it's just a much easier way for you to connect with me and it's Trumble. t-r-u-m as in mary b as in boy u l-l and again christine trumbull360.com and that's it for me today have a fantastic week bye